prayer to rely on God today. Lord, we ask today for more of your Holy Spirit in our lives. Lord, it can be easy for us to become consumed with fears that surround us in life, but we know that just as your eye is indeed on the sparrow, so also do you care for and see us. Teach us today to become more reliant on you. Bring us into a greater discernment of how you operate so that we may come into a deeper understanding that all we see with natural eyes is not all that is. Today, we ask for eyes to see your hand in all matters and hearts open to your work. Amen. Welcome back to Teachable Moments with April Podcast. I am your host, April. All right, welcome back to Our Voices interview with Miss Mary. Hello, Miss Mary. Hello, April. How are you today? I'm fine. So there's some things that we um, are going to specifically talk about. There's two topics. Um, Miss Mary has an appointment and she needs to make it. And there's some other things going on that she needs uh, to attend to and people to see. So the two topics that we're going to talk about today um, is how many people, I'm just going to say what the topics are. How This is the question. The first one is how many people out there, when they have garbage inside their home, they they go get their car, they put the garbage in the car, and then they drive it around the back. For those of you, I know in certain states like New York, their garbage is on, on the front, right? Versus us in the Midwest and live in cities, our garbage is in the alley, in the back of our home. So how many people that have that type of, of setup for their garbage take put all their garbage? Now, this is another thing that I'm curious about, me and Miss Mary, is how many bags of garbage accumulate within your home before you put them in your SUV, inside your car, and then you drive around to, to the garbage can or alley? All right, we're back. Uh, Miss Mary got a phone call, so... Um, we stopped uh, the podcast for a little bit. Okay, so what I was saying was, is that we, how many people out there uh, drive their garbage around to the back of their home um, or their apartment? Um, how many people do that? Um, what do you think, Miss Mary? What did you see or what are your thoughts on that? Okay, I really don't know what to think about it. It's just something I have never seen. Mm -hmm. And for about a year or so, occasionally I would see, uh, in my coming and going, I would see a person pull the, that's not familiar to me, to a garbage can, and they would, uh, right near me, and they would put garbage over in it. And I kept seeing this, not that frequently, but I would see them periodically. And I mentioned to my neighbor, I said, and, and indicated where the, I see the unloading of the garbage from the SUV. And I said, well, why would people do that? Why would they leave their home? This was my question. And come to someone else's 
garbage can and put the garbage in. And I was told by my neighbor that was nothing unusual because our neighbor, which moved in after the Spanish people left, that she put her garbage in her car mm-hmm. in the front of and bring her cars out, her SUV is out front. Mm-hmm. She brings her garbage out the front and she puts it all in the SUV and then she drives it around to the garbage can and she puts it in the garbage can. Uh, I thought that was kind of unusual because I would I would never thought of doing that, driving my garbage around to the garbage can. And how long did you have the garbage in the house? And don't garbage carry an odor or something or we could uh, be left in your car? So you were saying, Miss Mary, that um, it's been pretty busy here. Um, um, that um, how it doesn't carry an odor. Yeah, I, it it kind of makes you makes me think about things like how many bags of garbage accumulate in your home before you go to the garbage can and necessarily have to drive it. Because if it's like one bag. You know, I'm not saying people can do what they want to do, but it has to be more than one bag for you to do that. Of course. And the way, like what I'm saying is interesting, and I think it's fascinating in a way, uh, we're in the information age technology, and you get to see how other places and parts of the world, Miss Mary watches that a lot, even before that, um, PBS and stuff like that, how certain houses, older homes are, have, um, laundry chutes and different things that were popular when they first mm-hmm. did a house and certain um certain places where you live they don't have basements but here in the midwest where we stay we do have basements we do have alleys different states i mean it's, so what i find interesting is is this is a person that lives not that far from us okay mm-hmm. and we have alleys there in the back of our homes and you have back doors, whether you have a back porch or you don't, that is usually the exit that people go to go, whether they have a garage, they go there to go, they park their cars in there, their vehicles in there, and to take out, those are the two top. There are other reasons just to access the back of your home. Your garbage, why would you walk into the front door if it's in, if you're, and, and where your kitchen and everything is at? Maybe Most people's kitchens on the front. I don't know. Okay, so what we know about how houses without us having to be in someone else's mm-hmm. home is that usually people, I'm thinking when they design the homes, usually your kitchen will be at the back. At the back. So that for that, that purpose, there are exceptions. So what would be the reason for someone to take the garbage from the back of the home where they're going to end up going anyway and walk it all the way to the front and then what kind of garbage it is like uh i don't what know is it? what's in it like in the juices and the aromas on your upholstery Especially summertime hot summer humid and they're sitting on your on the upholstery and then you drive it 
unless is she is she disabled? I'm trying to. No. I'm thinking she's trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Compensate for something. She seemed rather normal to me because the last time I encountered her, because I haven't seen her for a while, um, she stood and she stared at me. She put one bag in and she went in the back seat or the back seat and she got another bag and I'm still standing there looking at her like, I wish I had a phone because you shouldn't be putting garbage in someone else's garbage can. What do you have in those bags that you don't want in your neighborhood? But then it dawned on me that that's the lady that lives there. Right, so what Miss Mary is touching on is something that I have witnessed, but it didn't make me any less uh, curious, is people from other, uh, from the suburbs here, um, and them accumulating a certain amount of garbage, and then them not being able to um, dispose of it in by their home, or there will be um, some kind of fees or citations. I've seen one in particular individual I worked with, my supervisor, um, drive hers all the way from the suburbs and bring it, you know, a certain, but her, her husband being a contractor and some other things, I really don't know, but I know when I first started to see her, she didn't do it all the time. It kind of had me like, what's happening here? It looks, I waved, but then I was wondering, is that a lot of, gar is that garbage? Like nothing, like she couldn't see out the side or the, uh, it was, her car was filled. The only part that was not was the seat, the driver's seat. Um, so I, I understood to an extent that she was trying to elude any kind of extra fees or citations or something like that. But when you live in that actual home, that does bring up some, because you would think it's someone doing that. But if she lives there, then, you know, like I said, you can do, and she's doing what she wants to do. There, there's something else that me and Miss Mary, I don't think we might agree on, and I get where Miss Mary is going. This doesn't necessarily mean um, bags and bags of garbage. It's that we have issues with people um, that do live on the block, and they have children, and as well as themselves, and they accumulate garbage in their cars. And there, I think we may have spoken of this, and they think that it is acceptable to open up the door to the car and push the garbage out. Okay, so this is the part where, where I'm getting to my point. I would be okay, I would be okay, but I know Miss Mary might not be okay with it, and I get why she's not okay with it. If I was given a choice between them opening up the door and say they're cleaning their car and push it out into the street, Okay, that I'm not okay with. If they were to go to somebody else's garbage can, okay, and throw it in a garbage can, whether it be my garbage can or someone else's garbage, I would prefer that over them cleaning the car, as they say, and then pushing it out, and the garbage is flying and accumulating in the street. It's not a good look. It's unsanitary. Then I'd be okay with you just picking a garbage can. I prefer it in a garbage can, whether it's ours someone else's I'm okay with that not in, in the street and we have seen that so many times you can have people we looking at them them looking at us and then they open up the door and then they just have 5,000 bottles and all kinds of stuff and then if you look look a little too long then they get defensive but we saw them when they did it and then they think that it's okay and they don't want anyone to look at them
What do you think about that? I, I would be okay with them throwing away their garbage. I'd refer it in a garbage can, even if it's our garbage can, versus you throwing it on the street or on somebody's lawn. Okay, that's just my feelings about that. Um, that's all I got to say about that. Okay, Miss Mary's uh, looking away. So now I know the second topic is something that Miss Mary came across uh, today. Okay, now... I didn't really realize it until I went to go see what Miss Mary was laughing about, because we both love to laugh. Who doesn't, right? And I realized... Why do people don't like to laugh? No, in this moment that I had seen this particular pastor, and I only remembered as the day went on, the afternoon went, the morning went on, that he was actually called, coined the bling bling pastor, and I believe this is in New York City. Now, earlier, um, this... Uh, Maybe some months ago, um, I had came across some information on YouTube um, from New York. Um, he was robbed on a live stream, and they gave some back, a little bit of background, and they gave him, him the nickname. He was known in his neighborhood, in his borough over there in New York City. I don't know, it was in Brooklyn, the Bronx. He was a bling bling pastor, and on live stream, he was, and his parishioners, along with his wife and his, and his, uh, uh, young daughter were held at gunpoint now it looks like he's back he's back in the news again and it's also on the live stream and I'm gonna let Miss Mary take it away uh, what she gathered from that uh, from that live stream okay Miss Mary what did you see on the live stream of the bling bling pastor in New York City the Bronx Unlike you, I had never heard of Mr. Reverend Bling Bling. Bling Bling. Uh, <clears throat> so clean. But um, I have a tendency to go to YouTube and go across and see things that might be of interest to me. Mm. And oh, yeah. the, <laughs> this morning I clicked on something that I usually don't. Mm -hmm. I don't know what call, uh, possessed me to do it, but mm -hmm. when I uh, clicked on it, the only thing I was floored when I seen this minister holding um, a microphone while he had his hand on his other lady with the long gray neck. And I was understanding that she was trying to go to the bathroom. That's a cover story. I don't think it was exactly uh, going to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And he was choking her wet. Mm -hmm. uh, but he said that she was trying to get to his wife and, young and, and his young daughter. Mm -hmm. And he mm -hmm. thought it was only that he had to protect them from this woman. Mm. But <clears throat> the thing that I have lived a long time, and we have to be in the last days because I've never seen a minister no argument there. grab uh, a person by their neck and just think you wanted to serve God mm. and you have to get um, a neck brace afterwards after you leave the church this was wrong of me but i feel like i gotta still say it so i i, I asked for apologies um from everybody um but i i likened the way when i did come in and watch part of which the footage of what she um from the live stream 
from this particular service from the Bling Bling Pastor. I likened how he handled it to Predator. Um, and when anyone that has watched the Predator franchise knows that Predator, he don't play around. And he's the brother from another planet, Planet Predator, that he probably, the way he grabbed that woman's neck, that he had the skull and the spinal cord attached and put it up to the ceiling. He never let go of the microphone that he had given the sermon. <coughs> this might be wrong, and most likely it is wrong, but yeah. So, yeah, it was in the fashion of Predator, and everybody know that Predator with the dreadlocks from another, you know, another planet, another dimension, is in fact a brother. And it's actually a brother that plays Predator. We found out, we looked at the behind the scenes, and we were all clapping Miss Mary and said, I told you so, the way he walked, the way he moved, the dreadlocks. And you don't take no mess. You don't take no mess, okay. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so when I watched it, I, it's not right, it's not right, but I saw the lady and her cover story for going to the bathroom, I didn't buy it because, um, not saying it was right what he did, okay, but we're all imperfect human beings, but Sister Girl was not testifying or feeling the Holy Spirit. I wasn't there, and they didn't play the audio. It was from Comedy Hype. Comedy Hype. It's coming back to me, and they were showing it, and they had the, the, the gentleman from BAPS, and you guys know, if you guys watch Comedy Hype, Right. So it said about D.L. Hughley on there, but I've only seen the guy from BAPS, and it's a young lady on there, and they have another gentleman on there. And I think they have some kind of uh, thing on there um, that they're going to have on the show that has to do with D.L. Hughley, but I didn't see D.L. Hughley. So from the straight, they didn't have the audio. And it appeared to me that the woman, she was walking past the, uh, the pulpit, very close while he was giving his sermon and streaming it and she was not doing a full sister girl neck roll it was a modified one and she's doing some hand gestures you know when you're unfortunately telling someone off and it's not it's not in a, a very classy way so I still try, so I got the impression without the audio and her body language that this wasn't she wasn't feeling the Holy Spirit from what he was saying so he reached out and what I've called for the first time I told Miss Mary and I'm sure you guys some people call it laying of the paws I call it laying of the hands and it, and it feels religious but it ain't okay it's not so he literally laid his hand on her neck and snatched her vertebrae and her life force she's still alive though uh, she so Miss Mary saw the part that I did. So there were people outside waiting. You said there were people outside waiting. Uh, someone called the police mm. uh, about him laying of the hands on the, the right. on the neck uh -huh. of the woman, and it seemed like it was a setup to me. Mm. Uh, and when the pol when she the police came. Um, she and her other cohorts mm. started yelling. Mm. They put him in jail. They mm. put him in jail. They got him. Bomb, bomb. They right. put him in jail. 
right. and stuff. But as it turned out, he didn't go to jail, and they took her to jail. Hmm. Okay, so like I said, uh, we're all imperfect human beings. We do things that, you know, we know on some level we shouldn't, and we do it anyway. But this is the thing. Out of all the things that are going on in the world, do we really want to be doing the shenanigans no. in the, the body of Christ, no. in the church? Okay, and as for just in general, it's that the church itself, especially the black church, they're closing or they're closed. I know right. around here I see a lot of the ones that are considered to be storefront ones that were thriving, they're closed. They're gone. Is this really what we want to make our priority to do like a, a, a stingray and a setup of each other to get all the drama and closures and robberies. Is this what we're doing now? Out of all the things that are happening in the world, do we really want to make this no. our priority? No. Okay, any closing thoughts, Miss Mary? I think you should respect the church. Um, if you got a problem with the minister, there are so many churches. Support another church. Don't go and cause problems. Bible tells us not to judge people. Now, maybe they don't like this minister for a reason, but it's not for them to judge. That is in uh, God's hand. You are there supposed to be to serve God, not to cause a problem for the minister. We have a lot of things here that, that's on our plates these days. It's really ridiculous how much negative things in the world today than to go up in the church and just start acting up. I think something must be a little wrong with people's brains. That's about it. All right. Thank you, Miss Mary. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. And thank you for having me. information is from dailymail.co.uk. Um, it was updated on uh, 9-20-22. Um, the pastor that we spoke of in the interview with Miss Mary is actually Bishop Lamar Whitehead. He is 44 years old. He is the lead bishop there at the Leaders of Tomorrow International Ministries in Brooklyn. And something recently occurred in which two young ladies came to his church um, and they were recording and taking pictures. Um, come to find out they are also affiliated with two young men who are also YouTubers uh, who both have lawsuits against him. And evidently at some point um, he touched her, laid hands on her, and escorted her out of his church um, while he was still ministering and holding the microphone with his left hand. Um, it looks as though there is quite a bit of interest into this young man and his affiliation. Um, the bishop has been previously behind bars for five years for identity fraud and grand larceny in his past. Um, there also was talk in this particular article about a parishioner that, that, that is 56 years old. Her name is Pauline Anderson. And the little bit that I read of it 
this story, the whole story, is doesn't make sense to me. Something about the woman's life savings totaling um, $90,000 and somehow her giving it to the bishop, the bling bling pastor, and then in some kind of hopes or promises of buying and renovating her home. So if he's buying it and renovating it, why would she be giving him money, which is all of her life savings, and a total of $90,000? I'm pretty impressed by her saving that amount of money. Um, and then the other oddity of this is that he promised to give her an allowance of $100 a month. So you gave him $90,000, and he's going to give you $100 a month. Uh, you know, math wasn't my... Um, my strong suit in school and it's really not I'm not very strong at it right now but that doesn't add up something ain't right something ain't right okay so then later on the bishop he said slash bling bling pastor said that this was in fact that 90,000 of this life savings of Pauline Anderson was actually an investment into his company okay and he wasn't obliged to return it to her Okay, so clearly there's a lot going on in this particular church. Um, I still stand by what I said in regards to him and the young lady coming in. Those two young ladies that there's footage of them from their own phones uh, and recording outside, locating his church, going inside his church with, with the intent of not only exposing him I guess but also to antagonize and provoke him and then what occurred after they did that um that part I believe I believe I could tell right away that they did that on purpose and they did it with it was it was premeditated um to do that as to the two young men that are involved who actually have lawsuits against him I don't know I don't know, it's quite possible that they were sent by them. I don't know, or maybe they just did it because they wanted to do it. I don't really know. But I think it's very naive and foolhardily um, to think that that man was just going to allow you to do that. Now, she claimed when she uh, walked past uh, where he was ministering that she was um, either speaking in tongues or praying. Um, from the footage that I saw, like I said already, there was no audio, but that clearly was not talking in tongues. If you mean you cussing somebody out or telling them off, then okay, you're speaking in tongues. Although I know that's what that is. Uh, the meaning of speaking in, you know, talking in tongues. And I do know what praying is. That was neither of those. So that an intent was to provoke um, a negative outcome and then when she got the negative outcome she didn't want it at the same time this is the thing that I understand about people when they intent on doing something to somebody and they talk it up and then when they find themselves in the midst of it then they want to get it back no no baby girl you got to see it to the bitter end so I still hold by that my thoughts on how I feel about it but I do think that everybody in this particular scenario is wrong but I think that these two women were old enough to know better and if they wanted to have all the smoke well they got it and I don't think some of the things they said that he did I don't really based on the video I don't think that he did it 
Um, I know he wasn't there for that. And he wasn't just going to stand by and just let you cuss him out and talk smack. Okay. This is not a Roman Catholic church. This is a church in the hood. enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening to Teachable Moments with April. If you did enjoy this episode, I invite you to come right back to check out my podcast and my other episodes. Don't forget to listen, add us to your favorites, and support by clicking on the link in the description. As always, be blessed and be well. Until next time.